Land Conquest. Basic lead management. Now, if you plan on running a low volume operation, you can manage it all with a Google Sheet. Um, in fact, um, below this video is kind of a basic template that you can use to track your leads. That's what we did first when we first started. When I first started, I was running everything through a Google Sheet. Now, uh, it got really quickly, it got out of hand and it wasn't the most efficient way to, to do things. I mean, there was no system for reminders or automatic follow-up with people or anything like that, but it did actually allow me to track the information of the the people that I was talking to. So, uh, you know, it's it's obviously not the, uh, the top way to go, but it is doable. It is possible to do that if you're not, as long as you're not doing a super high volume operation. Um, lead management necessities. Now, first of all, you need to get their contact information. You need to be able to get in contact with them again. This includes stuff like their name, their phone number, and email if they have one. Now, I always try to get a cell phone number if they have that as well, because you can text, obviously, you can SMS people back if they have a cell phone. Um, so it's it's best to get that number as well. You know, sometimes the sometimes some of these people you're dealing with will still be working with landlines, but a lot of them or most of them will still have a cell phone as well that uh, they may text as well. And sometimes that's that's it's the more the more of these um, contact pieces of contact information you can get, the better. Um, also, record dates and detailed notes for each interaction, including phone calls, voicemails, emails sent, text messages sent. So basically, you want to keep track of all that correspondence because believe me, it does get out of hand pretty quickly. Even if you're doing kind of a low volume operation, you want to know oh, I, I left them a voicemail on this date. Oh, I talked to them on this date and they said this. Oh, I sent them an email on this date. So you want to make sure that you're keeping track of all that stuff because if you're not, uh, things are going to get out of hand. And then the other thing we like, uh, you know, the other thing that you can do in using this kind of basic lead management system is to color code leads by priority. You know, uh, I used to color code them by hot, warm, or cold. So basically the hot leads were the good ones, the properties that I liked, where that did seem that like there was a real interest for them to sell. Warm was like they expressed some interest, or maybe it was a renegotiation situation where I liked the property, but we were too high in the price. So it was kind of a, a situation where we needed some work to get them to the point where we could actually get a signed purchase agreement. And then cold, you know, those are the people that uh, for one reason or another, they were non-responsive, or I didn't like their property, or we were way off on the price, something like that. So those are kind of the, the ways to eat, quickly categorize things by color and determine which are the ones you should be putting your, your most of your time and effort into. Some other tips for efficiency. You can manually add a reminder in your Google Calendar to follow up. And Google Calendar is a great tool. It's just that it will get a little bit cumbersome if you've got a lot of leads and, and you've got all these reminders in Google Calendar, it might might get a little hard to deal with. But if you're doing a low volume operation, that actually can work. So another tip is to kind of research all those properties before you call or email someone back. Um, be ready to decide immediately and move to the, towards the next step. So you're the decision maker, you know, in this type of situation, you're the decision maker. And if you can have that criteria and, and kind of thoughts in your head about what you want to do with this property when you call them back. I, I wouldn't, you know, if you know that you want to move forward with the property, let them know immediately and work towards the next step. Don't say, oh, I'll call you back and, you know, think it over for, for a day. Be ready, be decisive, 
you know, these properties, if, if something comes up and you decide at some point not to move forward with it, those purchase agreements are written in a way that you can get out for any reason. So it's very important to be uh, decisive. If you think you want to move forward with the property, move towards that next step. And if something comes up down the road where you're not going to be able to close or, you know, it's not the right property for you, then you can always get out. But be decisive, move forward if you think it's a good property and a good deal. Um, and then uh, also, you know, getting back to people right away is super important as well. So the longer you wait to respond, the harder it will be to contact them again. It's so true. If you can get back to someone in five minutes, uh, you've got a really good shot of being able to put something together, getting, being able to get them on the phone or, or, or anything right again. So just, just really, really try to focus on that and your results will be so much better. Another thing that's super important is to get an electronic signing app because it'll make the process so much smoother. And uh, we got a recommendation below this video, which is only something like $10 a month. And, uh, you know, it's very important to have something like that because it's, it does get cumbersome if you're asking people to print something out or, you know, sign it and then scan it and send it back. I mean, you want to avoid all that as possible. And, and most people, uh, most people are able to figure out how to use the you know, the electronic signing apps. It's simply a matter of they get an email, they click through the link in the email, and then they, they click some another button to actually sign the offer. So very, very simple process. And you'll find that that actually really speeds up the process and uh, the amount of deals you're able to get considerably. And then uh, don't waste time on properties that you do not want to buy. So some properties you just don't want to buy. You know, maybe it's landlocked, maybe it's on the side of a mountain. You know, if it's something like that that you don't want to buy, don't waste a ton of time, you know, calling and going through this whole procedure with people. If it's not a property that you want to buy, then, then just move on to a property that it is something you want to buy. Uh, it's easy to waste time in this business, and and that's one of the biggest ways I see people waste time. It's uh, focusing all these due diligence and research and everything on properties that they don't want to buy in the first place. So if it's if it's a property like that, then just don't waste your time and and don't don't even worry about it. Just move on to another better one.